Following Christ in 2021 is not for the faint of heart. Striving to be a kingdom man isn't about packing up and taking a vacation. It's about getting your mind right, your gear packed, and heading into war. It's more important now than ever before to stand up for what's right and just in the eyes of the Lord and seek His truth. This ain't a cruise ship, fellas. It's a battleship. So buckle up and get ready for the truth, the uncomfortable truth. Welcome to the show. As a little goofy, guys, I know. Maybe a little uncomfortable. I don't know. Make I, I try to make the guys sitting in this room uncomfortable. Lion King. There you go. That's I'm just going to tell you, Obi, I, there's, a, there's a rule. There's this law out there about, you know, immersion. Yeah. And once you've been there long enough, you start speaking the language. That didn't yeah. even make me flinch anymore. Now Brandon, our listeners. Yeah, he understands. Our listeners. Probably so. <laughs> Probably a little uncomfortable. They might be a little uncomfortable. They're, they thought they had so it on I, the wrong station they see, for a second. You know, the vision went through their head of the sun coming over yes. the, yeah. the high rise and I, being on the rock and holding, holding Simba up. Simba's up. Yeah. Being held up. Yeah. All right, Mr. Obi's going to open us up in prayer. Lord, thank you so much for getting us here safely. We thank you for the platform that you provide us for this podcast, Lord, uh, for the platform where we can um, glorify you, Lord, in, in hopes to lead men and women to you and hopefully shine some truth into their lives, uh, your truth, Lord. And uh, we thank you for that platform, Lord. I pray that you will be with our families. I pray that you'll be with Sean while he's traveling. Uh, Lord, I pray you'll bring him home safe and sound. Um, Lord, we just thank you for loving us. We thank you for sending your son, Jesus, to die on the cross for our sins. And Lord, we just pray that you will continue to be with us throughout this week and through this podcast. Thank you, and we love you so much. Amen. Amen. So as I was driving over this morning, Obi, uh, and I was thinking about, I knew what I wanted to talk about, and I was kind of just thinking through some of those topics. I know we say this often, but it jumped out to me to say it again. I just felt like it was important. Anytime someone comes across us and you're listening to us, uh, no matter where you are, what time of the day, you know, weeks later, we always want you to know that we hadn't, we don't have it figured out. Yeah. We're learning. And the reason we were compelled to start this podcast is because we felt like God was challenging us to be uncomfortable. You got four East Texas dudes who less than two years ago, if someone would have told any of us that we were going to have a podcast trying to share what we've learned about Jesus so far in our life, I know at least me, I'd have probably chuckled in somebody's face. <laughs> There's no question. I don't think I'd have looked at them and gone, you know what? I'm going to have my own podcast. You know me so well. <laughs> they probably wouldn't even even said it to me because they'd have been like, Brandon Goswick is never going to put himself out there enough to have I, a podcast. I had, I had a, a buddy of mine from high school um, reach out to me that um, we he was always, you know, growing up, he was always the guy that, um, 
was we knew was going to be a sports broadcaster. You know, he he was the one that was doing the play by play at the games, and you know, we play King Griffey Junior. baseball oh, yeah. on Nintendo sixty four, and he's like calling each pitch, and and you know, if it's a walk off, you know, it's bottom of the ninth, you know, whatever, <laughs> two outs. Anyway, that was that was him, and um, he had listened to the podcast with Coach Boyette. Okay, and he texted me, and he was like. I just listened to the podcast with Coach Boyette, and he was like, it was really awesome. It, like, the very next sentence was, never pegged you for a podcaster. <laughs> and I was like, I never pegged myself <laughs> nope. for one either. <laughs> nope. We pegged ourselves for a lot of things. The only person in this room that I would say did peg himself for it would probably be Shane. Yeah. I don't want to speak for Sean. I'm just I think going that, out on I, a limb. I think you're probably right Okay, there. Okay, so it, it's important for us – because you may be listening for the first time. You may have just picked this episode. For you to know that we're broken sinners and we're just sharing our journey, if we say something that you're like, hmm, I don't remember learning it that way, I don't think that's true, shoot us an email. Let us know. You know, it, it's not, we're not speaking from a glass house or a perch on top of a mountain where we know it all. Mercy. We, <laughs> we, we certainly are not. It is uh our our grammar's terrible uh <laughs> our twang some, so yeah, our twang's bad sometimes we don't even know if the words make sense that are coming out <laughs> of our mouth and and um we I, I know that we make mistakes yes. you know in in some of the things that that we say uh maybe just the way that we worded it if we did we want to know right Ab- absolutely um you absolutely. know and and so yeah but like like Brandon said mercy we 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 need all the grace. <laughs> we are so broken, no and, doubt. And but we just we felt compelled to um, to find this platform to where we could glorify the Lord and and hopefully see it go to some heights that we never dreamed of. Right? Absolutely. Uh, it reminds me often of uh, the weeping prophet in the Bible, um, and I've have a dear friend of ours who is on fire for Jesus. Uh, we connected with him through our other business and uh, Nate and I are a part of, and he said, every morning, my prayer is more of you, Jesus, and less of me mm-hmm. and everything that I do. And, uh, you know, he lives it and it's a great testimony to follow. Um, so on kind of that note, and I don't know if God was just like giving me a chance to, uh, give a runway, for the topic today because it's a topic that can oftentimes for many people make them uncomfortable. All right. So I'm going to, I'm going to give a, a couple of scenarios, uh, story-esque, so to speak, just to think through. And then we're going to talk through, I'm going to pose a question and then kind of tie it in. So let's imagine that we have a very wealthy individual in a church that writes in some capacity, either monthly, weekly, or at the end of the year, it doesn't really matter, a million-dollar check to the church wow. every year. Okay, has done it for years and years. All right. Scenario two, same person, not wealthy. Okay, we're just going to give an, or a different person, however you want to think about it, uh, has made it their goal or mission or calling to help the elderly and uh, any you know widows out there in the community or in their church, and they mow their yards, okay, and they okay. keep them clean. 
Uh, they, they, they make it a priority to take care of those that maybe can't do some of those things. And then last scenario is someone who always is looking for opportunity to help someone with their bills, you know, electricity, water, necessities, clothing, those kind of things. All right. My question is twofold. Which one is a better giver? And which one is biblically following what the Bible says about tithing? What's your thought, Toby? And yes, I'm setting you up. Yeah, so. <laughs> you are setting me up. So, um, well, first of all, probably would need a little more context for me to to ultimately. Yes, you're falling give. right into what I was hoping you were going <laughs> to okay. say. Hey, what, what context do you need, Toby? So, first of all, the the wealthy man he gives a million dollars, but how much does how much of how much money does he make every year? Okay. Um, second of all, what is the young man or old man or whatever the the you know scenario two that maybe goes and mows yards for folks that that need help? Um, you know what is he giving up? You know um, is is that. Is he giving up a, a day of his week? Is he giving up a day of his month? Is he giving up, you know, a day a quarter? Mm-hmm. Um, and then last scenario, that was the one with um, just paying bills, you know, helping people in the need. Right. The you know, I mean, again, what's the what's the sacrifice? Mm-hmm. You know, are does 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 the man in scenario three, um, you know, make half a million dollars a year and shell out 500 bucks a month, mm-hmm. um, to help people pay their bills, mm. you know? So again, um, in my mind, you know, who's doing the most work it, or, or, or who's, who's glorifying the Lord the most in those three scenarios ultimately in my mind is determined by who is making the greatest sacrifice, uh, of their time, finances and you know that that ultimately would would help me answer that question okay so obi and i's brain works very similar it's important for you guys to know that we like to get into the weeds and i mean we'll start breaking down these scenarios numerically you know does person a make five hundred thousand a year and is he giving 10 percent? jumps in my head uh, right. uh, you know because that's what a lot of us have been taught or believe or can back in the bible that tithing is 10 percent of what we make. So I'm going to read a couple of verses and I want to pose a question before I read them on as believers. Okay. What is our greatest, uh, simplest commandments as far as what the Bible says? All right. So second Corinthians nine, seven, Paul is talking to the Corinthian church and he's kind of coaching them up. We've been in Corinthians a lot. Okay but he's coaching them up. So let each one give as he purposes in his heart, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loves a cheerful giver. All right. Then 1 John three seventeen, kind of both ends of the spectrum here. But whoever has the world's goods and sees his brother in need and shuts off his heart from him, how does the love of God abide in him? So, 
when I was thinking about giving, because the majority of what I get to do every day is talk to people about money. And it's this very taboo topic that, guys, I must be very blunt here, really gets under my skin that people run away from often, like religion and a few other topics. And it frustrates me personally because I believe that if someone has the knowledge they need about money and the ability to apply it and takes action, that it can oftentimes, if they stay in line with what the Word of God says in their heart, can allow them to give for the kingdom of God at a different level. Now, I'm not saying that you have to give money. Right. There's a lot of different belief and teaching. I have a personal belief that I think is true from my understanding of the Bible so far. But I think, Obi, what you were searching for, and y'all correct me if I'm wrong on any of this or have a different idea, is what we're really talking about is, is if God says love him and love others, there's a saying that uh, I always use that says leave the giving between me and God and what the person does with it between them and God. Right. And so what we're really trying to evaluate in those three scenarios of the, the wealthy man that writes a million dollar check, the person who, you know, takes care of needy elderly mowing their yard and the person who helps with bills is the thing that we'll never know is what their heart is. Right. And that is the beauty of circling us all the way around to our personal relationship with God. Because I may write a million dollar check, but if my heart is so hard that it's just a thing to do, or I brag about it, don't let the left hand know what the right's doing. I don't remember what verse that is, but it's pretty clear that we don't be boastful about giving. I think that was Jesus talking in one of his parables when he says, don't let the left hand. I believe so. When he was uh, in the town, people gathering outside the window. I can't, I can't remember. Yeah, we'll have to f- find that out and put it in the, sh- in the show notes so we can figure out what verse that was because I don't remember off the top of my head. But I think it's the beautiful thing that God has created for us in our personal relationship with him. Uh, I read a great book called Business, Secret- Business Secrets from the Bible that brought this point up that money, and I'm using money, but you can plug in anything in my mind, is, the, is one of the truest expressions of our heart. Okay, but do you guys believe that you have to tie 10%? Do you believe that, for me, it's kind of just become very clear that it's all about where our heart is, and only God knows where our heart is. Right. So what are y'all's thoughts on all that? I think that the, I think that the Bible does clearly state that we are to tithe 10% of our of our income. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think the, I think the Bible lays that out again. You, we, we determine in our own minds, uh, we, we justify that in different ways, you know, and, and it's, and it's all at the end of the day, it's between you and God, mm-hmm. you know, like you said. And so it's, um, I can, I can get frustrated on this topic yeah. too, but I, I, I don't get frustrated. I, I, basically, the Lord pulls me back mm-hmm. uh, a lot. Yeah. And how does and, that happen, Obi? Well, you know, I, I think that, first of all, 
Obi a year and a half ago or Obi two years ago uh, didn't tithe at all. Mm-hmm. Um, or I I say at all. I I would I would throw something here and throw mm-hmm. something there and I'd help somebody here and help somebody there and justify um, me not tithing 10% mm-hmm. by the things that I was doing, you know, to help ultimately to help people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and again, I know a lot of people that do that. And so it, it's hard for me to throw a stone whenever I was that guy very short time ago, you know, and go ahead. So you just said throw a stone and you're just, you're just hitting all my check marks. Here. <laughs> it, I, I hope the point that I was intending to connect us to anyone listening is that the Bible has all the answers because the minute that Obi and I or Shane start throwing a stone, we have tons of scripture of where that'll get us. Right. Yeah, it just totally eliminates uh, whatever you're throwing the stone for. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's exactly. like it's just your, so, our heart's not in the right place. That's right. You know, if we're throwing a stone the, because uh, of that issue. No doubt. And and I think that when we remember to, to keep it that simple mm-hmm. and we go back to the Bible, I told Shane this earlier this week. I said, I've, I've not been in the in the Word twice, back-to-back days. And let me tell you, I've had a crummy, crummy attitude. Right. Uh, how I spoke to people I loved the most wasn't as quality as it needed to be. How I was responsive to things that normally wouldn't frustrate me frustrated me. But here's the blessing. I could recognize it. I even told Leah, she was reminding me yesterday how I may have been a little crotchety uh for that's a terrible word to use but it is cantankerous cantankerous it may not have been the one that that miss leah used for you no it wasn't uh i I don't remember what she used i wonder if cantankerous is just a southern word i don't know that old man's cantankerous (laughs) yeah you You tell him go over yonder get out of here (laughs) but but it be when you are around people who know your goal is to share the lord you know, uh, hopefully your spouse is number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you get reminded very quickly, or you should, um, when you're off. But yeah, it just holding you your accountable. Well. Yeah, when you when you put when we put that out there that we were trying to live a certain way, and then everybody around us believes us, uh-huh. well, then they're going to start holding us accountable as well. Absolutely, it's it's really a it's really a, a beautiful thing whenever you can um, start developing your relationship with the Lord to the point where you um, you know you know when you need to rein back in quicker and quicker and quicker right. you know you know you know when you need to draw nearer sooner mm-hmm. rather than allowing yourself to do what you might have done before you started cultivating that relationship with him which is, snowball into an abyss you know i mean really really go the wrong way for a long period of time and not know why things maybe aren't going well not really understanding why you're not experiencing peace and joy and 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 you're not able to maybe overcome those bouts of adversity that you would normally just kind of roll through a little quicker um you know that 
And I think we can use the topic of tithing or giving or anything else. First and foremost, if you're not sure where you should be on that, how's your walk with the Lord daily? You know, are you just going to him when you need a little sip of the water? Are you staying right there by the fountain saying, I need, you know, living well 24-7? Right. Because the closer that we are in our walk with him, the easier it is to know that we're leaning on him and it's all from him anyway. Right. And I think about, I don't know why gardens are used so much in analogies because I don't, I don't ever want to operate a garden. Leah likes to, she gets a lot of joy out of it. I just don't, I don't get that jam. This is not my thing. I'm like, get me away from that kind of labor. Not me. But I, okay. I, I love eating them tomatoes now, fresh yeah, off the vine. That, I want quicker results. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, pick it up at Berkshire's, brother. No, no doubt. But I do see the comparison in our walk with Jesus. And the more we cultivate sure. that soul, we recognize when there's one little weed trying to pop up. And it's easier to know that, uh uh-uh, uh. You got to go. This is so easier said than done. Oh yes, one hundred percent. It is just it's it's such a it's so easy out you know to to look down on yourself and say you know this is what I'm <laughs> supposed to be doing every right. day. And, no doubt. And then you're living in that moment and you're like, can't you can't figure out how to get out of those situations mm-hmm, yeah. sometimes and and you didn't recognize that weed and a few weeds popped up and yeah. you're like before you know it you're you're in a bunch of weeds and you don't know how you got there and you're struggling to figure out you know how to get out you yeah. know yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. so uh, you're it's so it's so easy to coach ourselves up when we're not going through it right you know, it's like that uh out of body experience where you're like uh we we used to call it the the second golfer. Anybody's ever played golf, you if you're out with buddies and you're not playing USGA rules, you may shank a ball that is a shot you've hit a hundred times and hit great, and then there's no pressure and you drop another ball just because you're like and you just let it rip. You don't even think about it. Best you shot hit, you hit all day. Best shot you hit all but day. But it don't count. Cause but it don't it's count. The second it's shot. The second <laughs> shot. And that's boy, if we could live our life and going, what do I want to be able to say about how I responded to this before I did it. Right. Because <laughs> that's really where where the magic is. is <laughs> yes. uh, what? <laughs> how do I respond to things that don't go my way? If I could imagine it going worst case scenario and looking back, would I be pleased? Would God be pleased with that? So uh, anybody who, you know, there's this thing out there called kind of tying it back into tithing and giving again in our heart, the prosperity gospel. Okay, I'm going to break down what I think that is very simply. That's basically people out there telling you that you can have anything you want if you do this, this, and this as far as giving goes. Okay, and my belief is is that that's people really trying to create money and generate money in a way that's not connected to the Bible. Okay, but... I do think if you go to the Bible and you do your own diligence and you pour, you read into it and you really try to say, God, what is this saying? There's a couple of clear things in my mind. And in the Old Testament, when it talks about tithing and giving, I learned this interesting fact recently. Um, what you really had is money wasn't the biggest inanimate object. It was normally uh, food or grain or those kind of things. And a lot of the 
uh, tithing was about providing for, um, if I remember correctly, the Israelites and uh, all other moving pieces going on for when they were going to honor God, but it was about what they had, which wasn't always money. It was, you know, cattle or grain or whatever. But I think moving forward into the New Testament, when you start seeing Paul talk to the Corinthian church and the Macedonian church, he gives an example to the Corinthians, and I don't remember what verse, about the Macedonian church and how they've tried to outgive God. But the kicker here that really jumped out to me is when we're trying to outgive God, our heart is open to the connection through the Holy Spirit to the Lord, which also makes it a lot easier for that to go the other way from our heart to someone watching to go back to those simple things of love God and love others. Right. Break it down that easy. I think it gets us to the point of how much should I be giving? Well, how, how open into your heart or how open are you keeping your heart to giving as much as you can? Mm -hmm. Whatever that means. It's a, it's a big topic to break down that we could really get in the weeds of like, you know, are we called is tithing just giving money to the church Mm -hmm. or is it giving money to a ministry or how in how involved you said something about leave the given between you and God, um, but if you're involved in a church and and there may be some things that you don't agree with, how involved do you get mm-hmm. that where the money's going? You know, there there's a lot of questions. Do I give on my gross or my net? Yep. You know, that was a question that I had yeah. a long time ago. Um, there's a as, lot. There's as a, a business lot owner, of as a business owner, you know, uh, you're running a business and you may be running it to uh, not have a big tax bill at the end of the year. So you may not pay yourself a salary. So do you tithe off the business? You know, there's so sure. many questions that boil down to what is the Lord telling you to do? And are we being obedient? You in know, that? And, and again, like Brandon said, the only way that we can, that, that, you're the only one that can answer that question. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, you're the one who's got to answer for it. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. So, so it's like, you, you better get right with yourself. Yeah. I, I mean, and, and another thing is we talk about these different things that like you talked about in Corinthians, how, um, you know, obviously in, in the Bible times, it wasn't necessarily money. They were giving 10% of their livestock or 10% of their crop that they had received. Um, you know, what's most important to you? Mm-hmm. Is, it, is it your money? Is it your time? Is, 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 is your time very important to you? And so you feel God pushing you to give that time to other people, whether it be serving them in whatever capacity Mm -hmm. that may be. I do believe that that is a tithe. I do Mm -hmm. believe that, especially if it's something that is very difficult for you to give. Yeah. Well, what, what is our greatest resource besides God? It's our time. Time. That's right. Yep. And how, how do we spend it? And we're all called to be that servant. Um, but like you say, how much time are we absolutely dedicating to being that servant and for where, others? And where do you put your value? Absolutely. And your value, That's Brandon, right. and my value. I can tell you that um, before I surrendered to the Lord, I 
absolutely put a lot of value on the almighty dollar. Mm -hmm. And whenever I surrendered and God was just like totally convicting me to start tithing 10% of my income, my money, um, it was, it was tough. It was, it was very tough for me. Uh, but I felt like that was God saying, this is what I'm calling you to do. And I started doing, I haven't stopped since, and and I'm going to continue to do it because I know that that's what he's calling me to do. I just, I know it in my heart that, that he's calling me to, um, do that because he knows what's best for me. And he knows that me doing that is 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 keeping my heart and my mind in the right place with where it needs to be. Um, and but again, like, do does that go to the church? Does that go to a ministry? I believe personally that it needs to go to something that is glorifying God, um, leading other people to Jesus. It's something exactly something that is that is doing some kingdom work. Uh, I think it's important to tithe to your church. Yeah. Um, I absolutely do. Um, but again, there may be moments where you feel led to use that tide to, you know, prop up a certain ministry or, or, or what, or something. I, I, and I feel like that that's okay. But again, it's between you and God. No Absolutely. Yeah. It has to be spirit-led. It yep. has to be. It cannot be anything that we conjure up in our head based on our own opinions and thoughts and beliefs. Mm-hmm. It has to be based on what we're getting from the Holy Spirit and the Bible. Yeah. And more. It, as I was kind of researching and going through this, it seems very clear to me that God says in the Bible very clearly, uh, ministry is where our giving definitely should go in some capacity. Does that mean it has to be a 501c3? Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, that'll have to be discussed on our business podcast that we don't do yet. Yeah. Uh, I'll say uh, no. No. Uh, that is also, a government entity uh, designed yeah, it wasn't, for tax purposes. I don't see that in the Bible in chapter 503 or whatever. There's not a chapter 501c3. Yeah, John 501c3, yeah. uh, verse 17. You guys look that up. So it's definitely, it, you see all through the Bible, it's definitely uh, ministry, you know, and ministry to me is either your church and the pastor, because there's also verses in the Bible that says if you're, you know, you're a pastor, you, you depend wholly on God providing for you. Okay. I can't, just from reading Corinthians and uh, Paul talking to the Macedonian church. And then also it's, um, it's our widows mm-hmm. and yeah. our, you know, that's all, that's through the Bible everywhere. It sure is. And, um, you know, Obi, I think your point about the almighty dollar real quickly ties into for the love of money and you can replace money for, with anything for the love, here's me, of alcohol, you know, five years ago, four years ago for the love of, I almost said pornography, but I'm going to go ahead and say it because people yeah, struggle with say it. it. Pornography for the love of anything is the root of all evil. So, if it is be if it is an idol, okay, of any capacity, or it's consuming you, it's taking you away from your relationship with the Lord. It, so, then money's a bad thing, but it's the the love of it. It's unhealthy. You 
relate your worth to how much money you make instead of how much you can share the Lord. Right. And I think it all goes back to very simply to tie it all up in a knot is our relationship with the Lord and that individual opportunity that we all have to have a personal relationship with him. Um, I always chuckled when I hear someone uh, that I know well enough to open up to me about what they have going on in their life. And I chuckle in a, to myself, not in their face. That'd be pretty rude. Because uh, I can see it and they can't see it yet. And they're like, man, I just keep having these expenses come up. And when I get to know them good enough, I'm going, well, how do you view giving? <laughs> well, I don't. How's I can't that, afford. I can't afford. To how's give. that working out for you? That's a that's a very common. It's thing. very common. It, yeah. It's a it's a fear that once it, the bills are barely getting paid, mm-hmm. and then now if I make say five thousand dollars a month, and I'm my we're over every month anyways, and now I'm giving five hundred dollars a month to the church. Well, if I was over two hundred before, now I'm going to be over seven hundred. Where's that money going to come from? And every single person that you ever talk to that makes that commitment says the money's there. And it just comes. It and, just and, works. And you don't know. Uh, well, they know why. Absolutely. They, they they begin to understand why after they make that commitment. And I, I mean, in the very short time, for me, I can give you at least half a dozen accounts of money coming in that I had no clue was coming in no clue but god knew hey i i'm telling you like the balance was gonna get lower than i was comfortable with we gave because that was the commitment and all of a sudden a deposit got thrown in and there you go what is that from (laughs) well and i think that commitment to give it's it's real simply the way my brain works is if if i'm committing to giving to god what he already gave me the ability to create right. through making me is anyway. It is anyway. Then it's a it's a direct expression of where my heart is, and I'm giving him my first fruits instead of the possibility of my last fruits if anything's left over. Which we it's, know they're not going to be left over. That's right. Over. It's not gonna happen. So it's depending on God first or me. And then oh here's yours, God. Exactly. And it just doesn't work that way. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, remember that what we give has first been given to us by our Father in Heaven. Everything good comes from Him. Smash that like button. Share with your friends. Uh, if you've gotten any value out of this, uh, we would appreciate it if you uh, help get it out there and uh, help us reach more people for Jesus. Go out and kick today in the face, and we'll catch you on the next one.